Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to the Blank Slate. Thanks for pushing play here uh, on this, uh, yeah, NBA Finals edition of uh, the Bank Shot. Bringing it back. We never finished is mostly the point. <laughs> um, yeah, I am your host, Rich Camelucci, or Rip Camelucci, uh, if you want to really satisfy my soul, here in Chicago, Illinois. And uh, on the other line, in Charlotte, North Carolina, he is Arcade Audio's personal burner account. It's Osman Canizales. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. How's it going, man? Good, good. It's been a long time since... Uh... Heat beat the 76ers and made their ways to the finals. So you know, it's <laughs> exciting to get on track. Talk about this, uh, this finals preview here. Who boy. Um, <laughs> so like a lot has happened and nothing has happened at the same time since we last recorded. Um, the Heat were bounced from the NBA playoffs. Um, and I, I feel like, you know, we should probably... Just address that all these things in chronological order. I'm with that. That's what's fair. It's what we (laughs) promised. Let's deliver on that. (sighs) All right. Well, uh, game five. (laughs) uh, (laughs) He ended up losing 104 to 91 to a what looked like a pretty dominant Philly team that was going to push LeBron to his limits, bulldoze through Mm -hmm. uh, the Celtics in the next round. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, they didn't do anything. Ben Simmons had a one-point game, which, according to a lot of people, was worse than a no-point game. So uh, it screwed the pooch against Boston, and Boston ended up going to the Eastern Conference Finals to face, you know, King of the North. Here's here's <laughs> <laughs> hailing from LeBronto. Here's what I've learned. Here's the moral of my NBA playoff story is the first and second rounds are full of lies, lies (laughs) and mischief that get presented to us, lies that we tell ourselves, lies that we talk ourselves into Uh, and and nothing really truly matters until you do get to the conference finals. That's that's really what actually matters. and I even mean, take Toronto, for example. I yeah. mean, they had their best season ever, uh, best record ever to be, you know, number one seed in the East. Mm-hmm. Coach of the year yeah. gets swept 4 0, <laughs> coach gets fired. So it could be it's worse. named Coach of the Year after the fact. <laughs> yes. Yee. <laughs> could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Toronto's uh, taking a lot of L's lately, man. I don't know if you heard the most <laughs> recent uh, Push the Feet diss track, but. That may have been yeah. on my rundown of things to bring up. <laughs> All right, move, let's move yeah, on. I don't, we'll get to that. I don't know if you could call it a diss track as much as an expose. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, secret families aside. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So the heat were bounced. And I kind of want to take this moment uh, to. to have somewhat of a very, very overdue exit interview, as it were. Um, so just kind of like, let's sort of unpack the season as a whole and the playoff series and, and just kind of thoughts moving forward. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, obviously, you know, we hate Hassan Whiteside still, right? Is that uh? All right, all right, we're just gonna get right into it. Okay, yeah, man, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'll admit, I'll admit, I was on the wrong side of history on that one. I'm, and, I'm, uh, I'm man enough to admit that. Did you see? The uh, I can't remember if it was an Instagram story or a Twitter video or whatever. There was some fucking video out there of him in the gym, and then he shoots a flat-footed three-point shot, drains it. And uh, I think he was quoted saying, mm-hmm. "It's not that you can't shoot him, but you're not allowed to shoot him, or something like that." Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> now, if that were indeed true. <laughs> that would that would be a large mark of his personality aside be a large mark of incompetence from the top down to not adjust our style of play to evolve with where the rest of the league is going and have our uh, big men also take threes yeah i i can see that but he he can barely dribble a step without turning it over. Exactly. So I, I can't I can't imagine him uh, dribbling down the court and shooting a three pointer like Carl Anthony Towns does or a yeah. Anthony Davis. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, safe to say he's full of shit. <laughs> there we go. Um, that's the flip side of that coin that I was setting up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, we, he can't. We oh he can't get out of there soon enough. I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping we figure something out. And we can move him this summer. But it's kind of tough because, of course, our first-round pick would have been the 19th pick in the draft. Mm -hmm. And it goes to the Suns anyways uh, as part of the Goran Dragic deal. So we don't even get our first-round pick this year. So that's always fun. Sure. You know. (laughs) But you you just invoked the Goran Dragic deal like, hey, let's keep mortgaging the future, man. Let's do it. (laughs) Um. I don't know, man. I don't even know like what good package is out there. We talked about the whole Kawhi Leonard thing. Uh, like, I don't even know who else I would even, like want. Yeah, to I mean, outside of outside of Kawhi, uh, I mean, Paul George, his stay in OKC is obviously at an at an end. I feel mm-hmm. it's been proven that no matter who you give Russell Westbrook, only the second best player in the NBA could take him to a Western Conference Final. Yeah. And uh, that's why he left. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I, I, I'd see him gone. Uh, Mello, I see getting bought out because he doesn't want to come off the bench and he's going to have to because he, he sucks right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so other than Paul George, uh, which seems like L.A. seems like the, the greatest place for him yeah. to go unless they figure out a Philly scenario because Philly and Boston both have like just so many assets and picks to still even boston still has like two top 10 picks i think next year coming up it's like i don't know how the hell do they have so many fucking picks it's like how how great did you think an old kg ray and paul pierce were gonna be that you gave up so much brooklyn you idiots (laughs) danny Ainge is very opportunistic like that's that's a big part of also being good he's very good but you have to be very opportunistic as well um and and be ready to absolutely fleece people in the process oh, yeah. no regard Think but please. uh <laughs> yeah man i and also like if they wanted to they could just trade hayward like for or whatever Kyrie. they yeah i 
I'd be more hesitant to trade Kyrie just because like you've seen what that team could be when all of those things are in place. And also like you've seen what, you know, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown like can look like when they have room to like stretch their wings and fly. Whereas like, Hey, we're, you know, you only saw five minutes. You're not, you don't know what you're missing. So like you can do the mental gymnastics to kind of move on from it. How would you like Hayward on the heat? I mean, I wanted him originally. Uh, he his second. He said that if it wasn't really for Brad Stevens really sitting down with him and his family, uh, the Heat were his top choice. Yeah. And we kind of got we kind of got snubbed on that one, and it would have been fun. But I just feel like with the team we have now, especially with Deion Waiters coming back, he, he's going to be such a ball possessive guy that I don't feel Hayward's going to really have a chance to shine. I mean, Spolster's going to find a way, obviously, to work it out. I would assume. But I just don't see him having that much success in Miami with the current roster build. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't know um, what we can do through free agency. And and it's going to have to be through, like, trades and stuff. I yeah, the only thing I, the only thing I can really see that's, like, a legit possibility, especially moving Whiteside, was just, you know, getting picks. Us restocking yeah. up on picks. That's uh, that's what it seems like. And then another trade rumor that I heard is like maybe Hassan goes to Cleveland and Kevin Love comes to Miami because, you know, he's not very happy over there right now either. Um, that could be a possibility in the I NBA mean, finals. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I'm just but I'm just saying in, in general, he, he he's going through his mental stuff. And, Le, you know, LeBron, if, if he decides he does, in fact, want to stay in Cleveland next year. Even if he loses in the finals, or he, shit, I have a feeling that even if he wins in the finals, he's probably not going to stay in Cleveland. But damn, um, Ooh, that's yeah. a spicy take. <laughs> that's a spicy take. That's the spiciest, spiciest one on the block. But I just have a feeling that he doesn't want to be there. He, he's. I think the Warriors are like an eleven-point favorite in Game One. Like they, they have him getting swept in this series. Or no, most, most of what I've heard that he'll get one. He's going to do a LeBron s type thing, and there he's going to lose in five again. Like he did last year, and it's it's gonna it's not gonna be worth it. I mean, but uh, all right, we're talking about the NBA Finals. We're here. Yeah, there's we're getting, nothing we're getting else too to far talk. Ahead. Well, there's yeah, nothing else. <laughs> I mean, unless there's anything else you want to bring up, up. That's basically all I had. Yeah, that's the Heat are. I don't know what kind of magic Nicky Harrison and Pat Riley are gonna do, um, but it, it's 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 got it. This is obviously not gonna work. Hassan Whiteside is not gonna work. And we, we got to figure it out soon because the market's just getting more expensive and the cap is going up again. Mm-hmm. I think they said an estimated $101 million next year. Mm-hmm. So guys that don't like deserve to be paid are going to get fucking paid. Yeah. So I, I, I just – I mean, henceforth, Tyler Johnson's contract. So I, it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's going to be tough, but you know we'll see. But before we head to the finals, uh, um, David Fisdale coaching the Knicks – yeah. You know, maybe, maybe he saves them. You know, I mean, they're yeah. a pretty big dumpster fire, but you never know. It's like and, the first uh, semi-smart Howard, move they've made in a long time. Yeah, and Jawan Howard's interviewing for Detroit this week. Is so they're he? trying to scoop up all our assistants now. Shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, that's just a, a sign of a good program. That's all I got to yeah, say they about wanted, that. Yeah, uh, they wanted Shane Battier, and he turned it down. Wow. Um, I, I was listening to um, the radio this morning, and they were saying that you know, the reason why he might have turned it down is because they're thinking that he might be the guy to be the ne- like the next heir to Riley. Uh, very smart, yeah. knows his shit, analytics guy, you know, and 
he's a very big into that championship DNA because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you heard this story about like uh, when they were in 2013 and Battier was on the team, they were in training camp and Hassan Whiteside was there in his uh, first year with us and he was like laying on the ground during like the drills and conditioning mm-hmm. and and the first guy to walk up to him was uh, Shane Battier and he's like, hey man, see LeBron over there? See Dewey over there? They're running, they're not laying on the floor. This is what champions do. Now get your ass up and let's get going. So it's like, you know, it's, He's going to be that guy, and obviously they love him down here. We love him, you know, don't get yeah. me wrong. So who knows? I mean, he turned it down for a reason, so there might be big plans in store for Shane Batty. Not, a little and not that he has there. to keep proving uh, that, you know, he is a smart dude, uh, but he will further do that throughout time, as just evidenced by the fact that he turned down the Detroit job. <laughs> smart as it gets right there. <laughs> You know, Juwan Howard, I can kind of see going back to Michigan and, you know, he's got some some roots there and some history there. But, yeah, no. Shane, good move. Good um, move. Good move. Uh, yeah, like, as far as that goes, just to put a pen in the, the Heat conversation, man, just maybe maybe that is kind of the move to collect assets. Like, go ahead, Whiteside, keep making videos, showing off. Raise your your price tag as much as possible. Sacramento as, bite. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, like we talked about it before, but like as much as we love justice, he fucking bled for us at the at the end that last game. Like he he put himself on the map yeah. in in a good and bad way because now teams are interested in trading for him too. So which it's <laughs> we talked about like this maybe isn't the best system for him. Like he's not reaching his full potential, like nearly enough. You know, there might be other places that just work out for him better. And you know, with like any a Popovich guy, you know, yeah. just saying, quiet. With any good relationship, like sometimes you 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 need to say goodbye to to and you know let them go uh, to 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 fully show how much you appreciate them. And just, also, I like just... Dragic isn't getting much younger either. Like. Uh, am I saying blow it up? I think I'm kind of saying blow it up. I don't think you. I, I don't think blowing it up is essentially a thing that we would ever do. Um, even even when D Wade hurt his shoulder and we had like Beasley, we picked Beasley in the draft, the number two pick. Uh, the intentions weren't to really tank, and I I don't think that's anything that Pat Riley wants to put on his resume, no. his prestigious ass resume. But I do feel that we're gonna try to at least trade the house for these superstars. I also, think we're gonna yeah. really. I, I don't. I don't necessarily seeing us just being like, all right, fuck it, we're gonna suck. We're gonna get these draft picks, and we're gonna, you know, get vet minimum guys like That's Joe what I'm Johnson saying. Yeah. and these guys, and see what happens. But I feel like we're definitely this off season, and every every LeBron off season is like the biggest off season ever, obviously. So Which it's is gonna every be off interesting. Season. Yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like not not tank, but like you know, trade all these dudes for assets for you know like contracts we can then flip or more draft picks because like we basically don't have any and then you know if Tyler Johnson's out there starting and like that's just not happened to be a good team then but they're still trying they're not in, like advertently tanking like then that's just what you're that's just where we are right now yeah I agree I agree we'll see hopefully it's not the end of the D-Wade era either I hope he sticks around at least for another year yeah um I think he'll obvi- he'll retire there and he won't do kind of like the the Alonzo morning tour through like New Jersey and wherever yeah, else. He and went. this is what this is what we're well, he said that he's gonna be he's a heat lifer. He's not yeah, going anywhere yeah, anymore. Yeah. And this is why 
the banana boat scenario still intrigues me. I know it's a very long shot, <laughs> Dude, but I'm just saying. I'm let just it go. Saying it. Let it go. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. If D-Way is not going anywhere, there's a chance. There's a <laughs> chance it can happen. <laughs> Melo's gonna get bought out. We know that. I mean, CP3 don't, has more you on his don't, deal. Just, don't I'm let Melo right, anywhere right. near our right. team. <laughs> Oh my god! Fair enough. Fair enough. What do you think about the uh, the conference finals? Let's start with the East, the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals. I thought it was a lot of fun. I I got to really see uh, Jason Tatum break out of his even bigger shell than he did mm-hmm. in the semis. Um, the guy's gonna be a fucking stud, bro. He's and it's so like Boston's just so fortunate that the players that did go down did go down because you got to see like this whole team just how great they really are uh scary terry like shit the bed in the in the, in the eastern conference finals we thought that he was going to be a stud and he really didn't show up and then he gets blocked so that's you know cemented his legacy there i guess <laughs> from well, being well yeah of, uh, but he no, did also kind of raise his his market value as well oh big time, big time uh marcus smart he's gonna, he's already saying that he's demanding like 14 12 to 14 mil next year so he's gone he's not gonna yeah. stay there but but i thought the team was you know, was great. I thought LeBron really busted his ass, bro. I, I, I honestly was just feeling bad for him. I was like, half and half, actually, because as soon as I like started drinking more, watching these games, I was like, is he really faking this whole being tired shit or what? Because he looks like way too tired. And then I realized he played all 82 games and he plays about 42 plus minutes every game and he played 48 game seven. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. he's really, he's really he's trying. Been- and He's played the fullest complete seasons you could possibly ever play for literally the last 15 years of our lives. And what's crazy is that, like, it just cements the debate is like, is like not the debate between MJ versus LeBron, but just the fact that LeBron is at least 1B to Michael Jordan because the guy literally could play with any team in the East and take him to the finals because that's what he did. That team is any team. That team is a bunch of, you know, Nobody's like I yeah. said, Jared Smith one night will go six for six the next night. Oh, for 14. It's like and it happened that way in the Eastern Conference Finals. So it's just like, you know, it, it's it's frustrating for me. And I can only imagine what it's like for him. Yeah. And and he's tries to be, you know, humble brag about it. But, you know, he knows damn well. He's like, I'm the reason why we made it. And just to watch LeBron beat this hungry young Boston team really shows like, yo, LeBron. LeBron's one of the greatest yeah. to ever play. And I'm so glad that we were able to witness this. You know what I mean? And not be five years old like I was when Jordan was doing it. It's like I can I really understand it and mm-hmm. I enjoy it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is real. So I thought the Eastern Conference Finals was a lot of fun. Like a lot of fun. Anyone uh, that has a single yeah but to say about LeBron James, <laughs> please, I invite you. <laughs> Just run a lap around the block, and then in your heaving, wheezing tones, please repeat what you just said again. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Um, and 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 from Boston's point of view, from the team, and from a fan's point of view, like you were kind of like playing with house money. So like, yeah, let's fucking go. We it, like we could be dumb enough to win this thing, and not. You know, and from a a city that has like that kind of history and reputation, harkening back to the '04 Red Sox, like 
yeah, why the fuck can't we do this? And like ultimately they didn't, which honestly kind of good for I mean, Kyrie and Gordon Hayward uh, uh, just from a, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, you do need us to get to the finals, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys did great, though. Uh, and I was so surprised because, like, they, they, I'm pretty sure they could have beat Cleveland, but they 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 live in and died by the three. For some reason, they chalked up every time. Wow. Like, they had open – they just shot three, shot three, shot threes. I don't know. We're, we're getting to the Western Conference Finals soon, but I'm just saying. And, <laughs> in, in, in the Eastern, it, it was like the same thing. It was like, yo, like, why are you guys shooting on so steroids. many threes? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and ultimately that was their demise. They, they kept shooting threes for some reason. And it just, LeBron was like, you guys want to keep shooting threes? Cool. Right. I'll back down Jason Tatum. <laughs> I'll back down Marcus <laughs> Smart. I'll back down Terry Rozier. I'll just keep taking it to the hole all game. That's fine with me. And, and the thing, like, just, just watching him, man, like in, in the post game in the, in the locker room guy has ice bags on his knees, yeah. on his shoulders. Yeah. He got on up to give like abdomen. a team speech. He gave yeah he gave he gave a team speech while somebody's wrapping ice on his back. I'm like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like bro. Like, yeah. Gee, like oh, if so you're it, if you're a Cleveland fun. resident, deify him now. Just yeah. <laughs> regardless what happens. Good lord, he has sacrificed so much of himself. They can't be fucking mad at this guy if he leaves. Like he no. got you a title. You guys yeah. haven't done anything. The Cleveland Indians got close, but they failed. LeBron got you one after, what was it, 50 years or something like that? Some wild, you know, I don't know if it's that long, but it might be. Yeah, it was like 51, and, 52 years. Yeah, and it's, and it's, you can't, dude, he gave it to you. Like, when he came to the Heat, yeah, you know, two championships in four years, people were bad. I'm like, um, I guess, yeah, it sucked, but hey, man, can't be mad at him. Got us two titles, made yeah. us, you know, <laughs> relevant. <laughs> and every time I talk about this with Mullet and pretty much how, how LeBron has put Cleveland, you know, the organization in a bind for their future because of of everything, because of the way he goes about his business as far as the one-year contracts and whatnot. I was like, hey, man, is there any resentment? You feel bad about this at all? He's like, no, it was all worth it. We got the one. It was all worth it. And he's I would, a real he's a real fan, so I, yeah. I trust Mullet when it comes to that kind of stuff. Exactly. Because I, I, I kind of felt bad rubbing it in his face when he came over here back in the day. But oh, I don't feel bad about that at all. Yeah, I was just trying to be nice. That was very yeah. fun. <laughs> that was very fun. Uh, and I would I would try to call him up right now, but I know he is in the middle of hosting the Potswoggle monthly Twitch title tournament. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, uh, if you want to go view the replay, head on over to uh, youtube.com slash potswoggle. Uh, hashtag spontaneous plug. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I do. We'll, we'll talk to him soon, someday in the near future. Um, if I'm a Boston fan right now, I am sitting at the table and that table is rising at a constant pace. Because I am so happy with the future. And just to piggyback on that, as a Miami fan, I am terrified of the future. <laughs> yeah. Well, we said it during Boston, the, the Philly Boston's series. Not going, yeah, but not even for Philly, but Boston just made it to the Eastern Conference right. Finals without well, their two best players. I mean, right. As a, as a Heat fan, <laughs> the landscape is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like, just with those two teams alone, much less, like, if Indy can, like, capitalize on what they had this year 
Um, I don't trust Toronto will pull their heads out of their asses, so I'm not worried about them. I think I think they clean house anyways, so I wouldn't mm. be surprised if Kyle Lowry gets traded or, yeah. or along those lines. Yeah, but but regardless, um, like yeah, just just those three teams alone, it's just very fucking frustrating. Yeah, if like like you said, if I'm Boston, like I I would if I was the owner of the Celtics, I'd just walk over to Brad Stevens, just kiss him right in the mouth, yeah. and just be like, you know, thank you. <laughs> this is gonna be fun for the next couple of years, and Danny Ainge as well. You know, Danny Ainge might just get a blowy, but whatever. We, it's regardless, oh, right. everybody's right. going to have a good time. <laughs> Everyone's going to be happy. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Uh, uh, it, it's it's crazy to just see how that team developed in the playoffs. Uh, everybody, especially when Kyrie went down, they were like, oh, shit, that's it. LeBron's got a straight shot yeah. to the finals. Da-da-da-da, all this shit talking, blah, blah, blah. blah. Dang, we were the, begging for that seven seed. We yeah, wanted we it so sure bad. Enough. Sure enough. We sure were. Lies. All lies. <laughs> mischief. <laughs> the first round of mischief. So, all right. Western Conference Finals. Lay it Ooh. out. Oh, Ali versus Frazier. It was fun. <laughs> it was. And ah, I hate CP3 for being CP3. Because if that guy doesn't get hurt, I definitely think that. Houston comes out on top and wins that series only because not necessarily because of the play, even though Golden State played like sloppy. They were they only came to show up in the third quarter to show their full potential. And then they kicked everyone's ass every third quarter. But it was just like they didn't I feel like they didn't want it bad enough. You know what I mean? I feel like for Golden State, we'll get back to Golden State later. And I just want to put a pin in that for now. I feel like Golden State felt like they were playing. Uh. The way you talk about like those teams that have a switch, like they have that fifth gear that, that they that they can get into, I feel like Golden State was playing that way. Like they thought they had that, but they kind of really didn't. But they just had like they could hit the nos for a third quarter, and then like that's kind of it. Uh, whereas and like you know build a big enough lead to go from there. As far as as far as CP3 goes, look man, you can't blame the guy too much. It was. You know, he was he was his first time in the Western Conference Finals. The lights have never been that bright, and and you know he got some good playoff experience under his belt, so he's got plenty of time moving forward to really kind of make his mark. Um, <laughs> but not even that. But just <laughs> that's funny. But uh, <laughs> but what I, what I what I mean by him being you know he he was the MVP of that Western Conference Finals. The guy was. He made me love the Rockets. Like I, James Harden is going to be James Harden. He's going to go ISO. He's going to step back three. He's going to go one, you know, to the left, drive every time. But CP3 was like in everybody's face, in Steph Curry's face, talking, jabbing. And Kevin Durant said, Kevin Durant would cry for a foul. He just, he'd be like, look at him. He's like, yo, stop being a bitch and play ball. And it's like, like oh my God, Chris yes. Paul's <laughs> never cried for a foul. <laughs> no, but come on. Just, I, I felt like because it was Chris Paul's first time in the Western Conference Finals, you saw a different animal yeah. of Chris Paul. He was hungry. And don't get me wrong, like 2000, 2008, 2009, 2010, Chris Paul, he was arguably the best point guard in the NBA, period. Mm-hmm. Like you were considering him and, uh, my old favorite player, Darren Williams, but he died and I hate him. So it was like one and one A back in the day. And and it was it you had no doubt. And then he showed you that he was still that CP3 just now in the Western Conference Finals. And was it game one or game two? He went up for 40 points and he was no turnovers. It's like the guy, you could tell he was bloody hungry. And I felt 
sure. for him so bad in game seven when he's on the bench and he's punching the seats, looking at these guys and like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Why are you doing this to me? And he wanted to be out there, but like, I just, I, I heard for him and I just wish he could have been a part of it. Cause just him on the yeah. court, he, he was like golden state. Nobody bullied Michael Jordan ever, but I felt like these, like this dynasty, he was bullying them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was definitely the bully and he was like, and, and he got in their heads and they knew it. So I just, I just felt like as great as these games were, um, I just hate the fact that CP3, he, his luck of the draw, man, the guy gets hurt at the worst possible time yeah. every time and it sucks, but shit, man, right. I wish they would have, would have been different. Two things. Uh, one, you never had to admit to anybody, much less a listening audience that one of your favorite players was Darren Williams at any time. <laughs> you, just didn't have, you didn't have to do that. Like, I admire you for doing it. You just, that was incredibly voluntarily. Involuntary. Good on you. I appreciate you. Uh, two, yes, it's fun to watch CP3 um, you know, really go for it and lay it all out and all that stuff. Um, but I think just cosmically, you know, like some of the, you look back at some of those pieces and you go, oh yeah, they they did get so close, but it was never in the cards to happen. Uh, exhibit A, Mike D'Antoni. And I love D'Antoni. Those Suns teams were some of my favorite teams of all time. I snatched two MVPs. Exactly. Um, but I just don't think Mike D'Antoni is ever going to coach a team in the NBA Finals. It's never meant to be. There was like a I curse. I don't know about that, there was bro. A, this, this there was team, a Bruce this... Bowen curse that was put on Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> that that yeah, it's just it's all shit beyond our control. You know? You, Especially th- on top of the CP3 curse, it was definitely yeah. – he had no chance. He had yeah. no chance. Uh, so like, you know, I just I'm feel sure like he, he turned doesn't out, believe he turned in curses. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's the team you put together because curses aren't real. And on paper, this team should beat the warriors, but we live in a world full of things. You can't explain things that go bump in the night and who are you going to call the ghostbusters? Uh, and, and that's just the way it is. Uh, but all seriousness, like there was how many three Three pointers in a row. Do you have to miss? And I know that's and I know that's who brought you to the dance. That that is the number. We figured it out. <laughs> Hold on. We've checked with the scientists. Twenty-seven three pointers in a row. You must miss <laughs> to completely screw the pooch on your way to the NBA Finals. Uh, but yeah, like I understand the idea of of not changing what worked and dancing with what brought you there. But I mean, it was still close. Yeah, it was. But honestly, like I, I, I hyped them up and I, and I say that Houston really um, could have had a chance with CP3 there and all this. But if you, if you really like dissected these games and you, and you really watched the Western conference finals, you'll notice that like, Houston had to work for their points. Like yeah. when I'm telling you, Houston had to pass the ball 50 times. They were contested shots and Golden State just did like it looked like Golden like Houston was running 300 miles an hour 
to get a shot, and then Golden State would do it at 10 miles an hour. It was like such a difference, and it was just Golden State just missing and just like not. That's what I'm saying, not playing hard enough. Because I think I think if they played to their full potential, they would have probably you know blown them out a lot worse. Right. But I, I just I, watching the game, I was just like, wow, it's Houston's really struggling to score points, and Houston and Golden State is just scoring them effortlessly. And I don't know if that's necessarily a coaching thing. It's obviously a talent thing because you have four all stars in your starting lineup. So I mean that that, that could help. But I just it's it, I knew it was never gonna be. I knew <laughs> I knew Adam Silver and the basketball you know Illuminati mm. had, had had they're not gonna let Houston and Boston play in the finals. That was never gonna happen. I mean you have to you have to know that. <laughs> who <laughs> <You have to. laughs> who. Who that likes watching basketball wanted that to happen? One, exactly. That too. <laughs> like, I was talking to, to people at work that like, yeah, they wanted that to happen. It's like, but did you really though? Like if it did happen, <laughs> are you watching those games? Are you like going out of your way to watch those games, to follow those narratives? The only thing that I would be able to find like to keep me interested in that series would be rooting for uh, Al Horford because he's a former Gator. Like that's, that's full stop it. Like, I don't, I'm glad. If that is indeed what happened, if if the Baluminati made this happen, <laughs> then thank you. Thank you very much. Because instead, we get LeBron James and everything that we've already said about him and a team that has, in your own words, not played up to their full potential and they're still going to the NBA Finals on the grandest the, stage and it, just, I, that's what I want that's what I want out of my NBA finals is I want the best possible scenario as far as like an entertainment standpoint and something and if it's not going to be my own personal team then I want a team that has ch- literally changed the game and and at, when they are working on all cylinders like it's such a beautiful thing to watch and then you have LeBron James which is just a fucking modern marvel but answer me two questions, all yeah. right? So do you think LeBron has an honest chance to beat the Golden State Warriors? Question one. That's – that's again – Honestly, just – No, no, like, no, I know. I know that, I, it's, and I'm having a hard time with this because it's your, – your instinct is to say, no, no way. But think of all the other lies we've been told so far but throughout that, these what, what I'm leading to is this. My second question was going to be – what if LeBron played the Houston Rockets? You think that there's a great chance LeBron you well not no, great chance no, but you think I don't. that yo LeBron's probably going to pull this off. I That's this what, is an unpopular opinion. I think LeBron has a better chance against the Warriors than he would have against the Rockets. Here's why. If the if the Warriors do indeed not have the control of the switch or you know are able to get into fifth gear or they don't have as much control over their effort as they think they do. Uh, and on top of that, like, it's a familiar enemy. You've been there. This is the fourth time now. Like, they seem yeah, that, vulnerable. The, the like, Warriors it's, it's part, seem it's more four. vulnerable. It's it's part four. It's like watching Pacquiao Marquez. It's like, come on. Like, all right. Yeah, it's fun. They're going to be great fights. But, like, how much more interesting or how much more plugged would, at least for me and, and the people that I've asked these questions to, like, if Houston would have won – People like everybody I spoke is like, yeah, LeBron, you know, probably gonna lose in five, maybe six. But when you say, what do you think about LeBron in Houston? 
And they're like, oh shit, you know, that might be a seven game series. LeBron might pull so. it off. No way. And to me, like that, to that's me, the that, five game series to me. I, I think, I think that it would have not necessarily happened that way, but I think the whole world would have watched twice as hard because this is an outcome that they haven't seen yet. And they're curious if LeBron could do it with the supporting cast he has. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that's always the question in general for LeBron is, can he do it with the supporting cast he has? That's in perpetuity a question uh but i just but, but I he's not that, playing a dynasty this time around though that's why you know what i mean he's not he's right, not why should he, why shouldn't we want him to play the biggest challenge he could possibly have like no asterisks no yeah buts like give me the best team possible every single time out for this to happen to him against and again again this is the fourth time out those narratives, like those narrative grooves are just even deeper than they've ever been before. Every little look, every little side eye, every little uh, a nudge, every little shoulder bump, like is going to be so charged with history. I'm fucking psyched for I feel like I'm the only person on earth psyched for this fucking uh, uh, finals. I think you are, too. I mean, and not because <laughs> I mean, you make <laughs> you make you make <laughs> Come on, man. It just got warm here in Chicago. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. You got me fucking hyped just now about this shit. When you were talking, I was like, oh, man, he's right. This is going to be crazy. (laughs) But but you (laughs) – prior to that, you were were the only person I would have thought had that opinion. (laughs) And I know I am. I know I am. Like, I'm – I I, I went on a very similar rant, like, again, talking to my friends at work. And, like, afterwards, they were like – yeah, you're right, but we're still going to feel this way. <laughs> yeah, but, but Golden State and Pine. No, 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 no not even that. <laughs> not even that. This was before like the 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 matchups were locked in. They were like, yeah, but oh, okay. we still want Houston, Boston. Like y'all, fucking crazy. I I, I can't yeah, work with whoever this. said they want to watch Houston, Boston is a fucking liar. Nobody. A wants lot to of see people. Only people from Houston or Boston or people who really fucking hate LeBron wanted to see that. Which I have a friend that really just all he does is just hate LeBron, and it drives me fucking insane because. Ugh, I'm not even that, gonna get into that's it. That's the other he, he thing. Frustrates me. Is it feels like <laughs> fucking uh like you know in the past two years the Warriors are now the villains. Like LeBron used to fucking be a heel, and he had his face turn, <laughs> and it was touch and go for a little bit, but he is like full fledged the face now. He is who everybody is rooting for. Like that isn't just a, a you know hashtag hater. What did I, why did I fucking do that? That was lame. I yeah, am getting old. Villain. I'm 45 years old. Uh, <laughs> fuck me. Uh, but seriously, like, unless you're just like someone that's always going to hate LeBron, no matter what, LeBron is the fucking good guy in this, in this series. And, and it was what? It was, it was three years ago, four years ago that the Warriors were this exciting young up and coming team that, wow, man, they, we've never seen it done like this before. And now Kevin Durant ruined it all. That's that's all it was. Kevin yeah. Durant ruined it and he, all. And, and he if ruined anybody everything. anybody should know that uh, as as much as as that they do is is us Heat fans. We ruined it. We were the first ones to ruin it all. Uh, Boston might have been. But now oh, people seemed excited for that because it was the first time that's ever kind of really happened. And even then, like. It wasn't the best player in the NBA. <laughs> no, no, exactly. It was it was Kevin Garnett, who people just felt bad for at that point, and and a very great three point shooter. But 
you know, aside from that, yeah, like we were the we were the original assholes of the league. Damn it, that ruined but, it all. I just I just feel like I just feel like this. I mean, I wouldn't put it past, you know, if it would have happened this way. But can you imagine if fucking the Miami Heat went to the finals? We beat LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals in 2010. Go to the finals and win, and then. Next year, LeBron decides to join us. Oh my God, he would have got—he would have probably got assassinated. <laughs> like, it would have been like the worst thing ever, especially from a Cleveland standpoint, and especially because like Thunder were up three-one on Golden State, and I feel like if they would have got another year, like I think they—they they probably would have been able to take them down. Um, well, maybe not. I mean, but it would have been—it would have been more fun though, like to maybe to see Paul George join OKC with. With Kevin Durant and and Russell Westbrook, we'll never know these things because they'll never they didn't happen. But no, I'll tell you just, what would have like, happened. It, Russell Westbrook would have happened. That's just like we have enough empirical evidence to know at this point. Russell yeah, Westbrook is the fucking I just common denominator I just wish, in that factor. I just wish they would have you know stuck together. Well, hell, I would have wished they would have just paid James Harden his extra five mil, and then them guys would have been together. I mean, so like for real, like, if you if cool. you really want to go back, like, yeah, if we really want to go back. Twenty twelve is where OKC. Fucked everything up for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that's the fucking, in the timeline, in comic book timelines, like that's the alternate fucking dimension that <laughs> writers five years from now are going to have to retcon like, oh boy, that was a really dumb thing that they did. That never happened because of this dumb plot device because uh, of the time stone. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it back to infinity wars uh um but yeah, but yeah. like it, it man everyone knew durant wasn't staying in oklahoma like it was talked about for years, years. but not golden state though no but that, it was talked about for years about because yeah. golden state wasn't golden state by the time people even started talking about durant leaving People were talking for years about durant going uh home to washington which is another reason why there's not as much like dirtiness in this is because LeBron was from Cleveland. He's from Akron. Like Durant, aside from just he didn't even get drafted there. He got drafted to Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> he was part of the shipping. And so he, you know, I was like, oh, he's gonna go back home. And then fucking Washington didn't even get a meeting. Yeah, I thought we had a good chance, man. Riley did too, it but would have been nice. It's it's funny because they talk about our pitch meeting to him and they were like, Hey, you know, come to Miami. We're all those shots that you're trying so hard to do in, in OKC. We're going to make them easier for you. We're going to teach you, you know, we're going to have you in an easier mm-hmm. offense that plays to your abilities. And he literally took that to golden state and they're like, yeah, we'll do that too. Perfect. All right. I'll sign up. You guys have three all-stars. Let's well, make it same happen. thing with Boston. Imagine if he fucking went to Boston. Yeah. Oh, Oh, fuck. At least he's in the West. We don't have to deal with him. So right. <laughs> uh, but Silver linings. I mean, yeah, like, fuck it, dude. I have, I have no hate for him moving to, to Golden State. I got no problem with that whatsoever. I, I don't I don't necessarily – well, I'm not going to lie. I do find it frustrating because you were so close to beating that enemy. But, I mean, good for you. I mean, you, you, not, you went to the finals and – you weren't a role player. You were the guy. You won finals MVP. No regrets. Steph Curry, who's arguably the best player in the team, 
has won three final. What well, was it? Two finals now, mm-hmm. and has zero finals MVPs. Iguodala got the first one. Kevin Durant <laughs> got the second one. So I mean, <laughs> which bumps like, Curry? I'm not looking at, at at Durant for that. I'm looking at Iguodala every time, going like, motherfucker. So like, but, I mean, yeah. this year I'm assuming they're gonna Steph's probably gonna take this one. It's probably gonna be like, yo, you know. I let you do your thing. You're the guy here, but this one, this Finals MVP's got to be mine. We'll see, but we'll see. You know, we'll who's see what to, happens. Who's to say Jeff Green just doesn't throw his body at fucking Clay Thompson? Which, by the way, man, how can you hate a team with Clay Thompson who's just fucking hilarious? He's not even He's, trying to be. He's just fucking <laughs> funny, and he doesn't even know it. He has He's no there clue. Having a good time. He's oblivious <laughs> to himself. He's so not self-aware. Fuck, I love Clay Thompson so fucking much i really do too i really think he's the most like underrated uh player on yeah, that team absolutely and, he, and personality and, and he's so he's he's from both standpoints from a personality standpoint and from a player standpoint because yeah. when when the rest of the team is shit in the bed clay thompson's gonna drop 60 on you guys so just, <laughs> <laughs> just huh, works what? Out that way. <laughs> okay i'll do this let me sign this toaster for you real quick i got you <laughs> come on <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and and going back to Durant, like if none of that shit ever happened, like if like you go to the to the enemy, quote unquote, and you don't win the championship, you don't get finals MVP, like then that's that's when you really fucking have the regrets. That's when you really at the end of your career look back and go like, man, I really fucked up because I was just ring chasing at that point. Carmelone, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, like no regrets. He fucking did it. And that's what it's going to say at the end of the day. (laughs) He fucking did it. I'm excited. Oh, me too. Sorry. I thought we got cut off for a second because I just. (laughs) But. um, uh, Where were we? Sorry. Durant. Yeah. And yeah. So. So anyhow. So do I'm you, excited do, as well. Do you honestly think it's going to be Warriors in five? I have. I want to say probably like a eighty-three percent chance that the Warriors win in five. I think. I think LeBron's going to LeBron's going to bust his the ass. Scientists with the twenty-seven missed three pointers. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I can't see, like, dude, your body. LeBron's a freak of nature. Don't get me wrong. But I can't see the man really playing 48 minutes like through seven games in the in in the finals, just man. I don't I don't games? see that happen. Or, or even games? six, or even I don't even four after playing 48 minutes, pretty much this damn whole entire playoff series. Like it's gonna. I don't see his like he he can't he can't do it. I I because he's he's got to give it their all, and you can't count on. Kyle Korver and J.R. Smith no. and Jeff Green to no. be lights out, but they have to be really lights can. out for him to win. They mm-hmm. have to be. Because, I mean, okay, LeBron will get you 50 points. That's cool. Golden State's still going to score 110. So who's going to account for that other, you know, 60 points? It's going to be, you, you, they got to do something. And I just don't think that these guys are consistent enough to give him what he needs. You remember the movie X Men The Last Stand? The third X-Men movie. That's I would like to forget it, but sure. Go ahead. Right. Universally reviled. <laughs> you remember that scene towards the end when Wolverine is trying to get to Phoenix while she's just creating havoc? Yeah, yeah, and he's just regenerating <laughs> yeah. as he keeps 
getting destroyed and demolished going through this maelstrom. That's LeBron James. He, you couldn't have come up with a better analogy. That's like the best. <laughs> that's why that movie was made. For 15 years later, whenever that movie came out, this comparison to be made. I, I can see that. And can you, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love that you think that there's a chance that LeBron can, you know, fourth time in a, you know, was it fourth? It's not fourth time in a row, is it? No, it's third fourth time in a finals? row. Yeah. Hey, this fourth, is fourth time no, in a row. Yeah, yeah. Fourth time in a row. Fourth there, time in a there, row. There are so six it, teams that, he, that he's figured to, that to he's have made the finals their, four uh, times in a row. Uh, <laughs> LeBron's Heat, LeBron's Cavs, and these Warriors. That's half of history. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, but, like, he's – he's I, I would love to think that he's come up – he's going to sit with Ty Lue and be like, Ty Lue, hey, just write these plays down for me. This is what you're going to tell people that you did, but it's really me, and we're going to figure the Warriors out. Um, I, I would love to think that's going to happen, bro, but I really just don't see it. And if he does pull it off, he's going to – you can't – like, that Michael Jordan argument – you can't. <laughs> you can't. I don't want to say it's not valid anymore, but it's like you, you, you definitely, you definitely can't ever say he doesn't belong to be up there in that guy if he pulls this off. Yeah, that's what I'm rooting for, man. Uh, I think. Oh, I'm rooting for it. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I just I... don't see it happening. I, I just can't bring myself to ever, you know, say, hey, yeah, I'll put, you know, money on this, or I'll do, I'll eat six, you know. Arby's Meat Mountains, if LeBron does this. <laughs> so, I went to Arby's yesterday. And I did not order the Meat Mountain, but they had a little stand for it, advertising it. And I asked the cashier, like, how many of these do you guys really sell a, a day? She's like, ah, one or two. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you need to report these people for attempted suicide. <laughs> While we're on the fast food topic, real quick, just so we don't drift too far, but I just mm. want to tell you that I'm so happy that the naked chicken chalupa is back. I've had like seven of them. Had two today. Since <laughs> I had them last night. I went to go see Solo, and we went to Taco Bell afterwards, and I had two last night. So yeah, I'm pretty happy about it. Where are you at on the wild? Oh, I, the consensus seems to be not so hot on the wild. Um, yeah, not so hot. Dude, the one I'm not I had gonna, today. I'm not gonna lie. It, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good tasting sauce that they put in it because it's not over. It's not like it's not volcano sauce. Right. You know, rest in peace. We miss you so much. But I just, I just want. Uh, it's, it's good though. It's like you know, it's, it's different, and it definitely helps. The I guess the dryness that would be the the naked chicken chalupa sometimes. So that's always good. I the one I had today. I don't know if they've amended the formula or what have you. Definitely had a little bit more of a kick than it had previously. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just speaking my truth. <laughs> All right, uh, but uh, real back, quick, back to the finals. well, real oh, quick, ahead, real quick, back to the finals. Uh, 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 I will go. <clears throat> God damn it! Because if the Cavs win, fuck it. I'm just gonna say if LeBron wins, I'm not referring to the Cleveland Cavaliers as a team anymore. If LeBron wins. <laughs> The same way me and my friend at work weren't calling it Solo, we were calling it Lando. If LeBron wins one of the first two games, people are going to lose their fucking mind. Imagine go, if he wins I don't the know, first man. 
I don't. Oh if he wins the first two, like, <laughs> no, like people are gonna be beside themselves. I want. I want. Here's the thing. All right, I'm going Cavs and six because I'm crazy, and I want Skip Bayless's head to fucking explode into a bucket. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> he'd probably kill himself. <laughs> he probably he probably punches head into his body and then poop it out. Fuck! I just said that. Shit! All right. Uh, do you want to put a meat mountain on this? Yeah, fuck it. Uh, well, the, I, I got Golden State winning in six, yeah. and you have LeBron winning in six. I have, I have Golden State in, in five. You have Golden State in five. I got LeBron in six. All right, let's do it. Yeah. There it is. So shall it be written, so shall it be done. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what do you think of Solo? I thought it was great. Uh, well, not I won't say great. I, I don't <laughs> think it's the best Star Wars movie that's ever been made. I don't even consider it maybe top four, five Star Wars movies ever mm-hmm. made. But I thought it was, I don't want to say the word cute, but I thought it was like cute. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was It was cool for what it was. Like it, I, uh, Donald Glover obviously stole the show. He Absolutely. was awesome, as I knew he would be. Um, and it, But this solo character I thought was going to be a lot worse, and he really wasn't. I thought he played a pretty decent you know, Han yeah. Solo character. Um, there were reports uh, coming out like leaks and quote unquote, cause I have a theory about that, that, uh, he was so bad. This, uh, fuck. I hate his name. Aaron Ermondo. Ermondo. Er- it's like fucking mullet trying to say Japanese name. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that like, he was legit, like a shit actor. And so much so to where they were, uh, Alden Ehrenreich, I was just way off. Uh, so much so to where they were bringing in like acting coaches for him on set. Oh shit! I believe that may have been something leaked by Disney to just lower expectations, because here you have this relative unknown coming in to portray one of the top five or ten iconic characters of all time in movies. So yeah, let's go ahead and lower the bar a little bit. That way when he <laughs> very well clears it, we're all fine. Not that it mattered because it's super underperformed anyway, but yeah, I thought he was good. Continue. Yeah, I, th- I, 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 thought, I thought he was great. Um, The plot, I mean, kind of weak. Are we allowed to like spoil this movie right now? Can we talk about it like in depth or are we, I mean, uh, should I we will... like hold back? Um, it's been it's been less than a week. Yeah, let's let's yeah, no spoilers. Okay. Um, I thought Chewbacca's entrance could have been better. Um, obviously everybody knows he's in the movie because he's in the trailers and all that. Sure. So that's not really spoiling sure. anything. But I, I um, but you know, Mila Clark is still pretty good looking, even not as Daenerys Targaryen. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, other than that, um. Yeah, I thought I thought it was cool. If I had to give it like a like a one out of ten, I'd give it like a six out of ten. I guess not mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. Um, but it was it was entertaining, and I saw it on a Tuesday. AMC does five dollar Tuesdays, so I didn't even have to pay full price for it. So I, I feel like that was a win win for me. You know. Yeah. When people have been asking me, uh, my response has been, "It's tight. It's a tight movie." <laughs> like. Yeah. That's that's all it was ever meant to be. the The hardest part that I had with that movie was just trying to like i just couldn't get out of my head like which parts were the original directors 
Phil Lord and Chris Miller, and which parts were Ron Howard, who they brought to direct it after they fired those guys. Um, yeah. I desperately want to see what that movie would have been. Uh, do you know Lord and Miller, what they've done in the past? No. 21, 22 Jump Street, uh, Monster High, Lego Movie. Um, to give you an idea of their thing. And that would have been a very, like, from what, from what I can imagine, there probably would have been a lot more, like, constructed jokes and more comedic set pieces, whereas this was a little bit more of a straightforward movie that was light I, I think so as well. Yeah, I, I uh, think so as well. You know, it's very clear one scene in particular that Ron Howard did because his brother Clint Howard was spoilers in it because <laughs> it's a Ron Howard movie. Um, but yeah, I thought I personally thought Amelia Clark was maybe the weakest point of the movie. Um, not that she was bad, but I generally liked everybody. Um, uh, I can see that too. I can agree with that. Yeah. Uh, also the big bad won't spoil, uh, who that is even. Cause I didn't know going into it. Um, uh, or like you know what their function is, but basically they got Paul Bettany to play the big bad Vision from Avengers. Originally cast, and they even like shot some stuff. Was Michael K. Williams from The Wire? Oh wow! Yeah, that would have been. I <laughs> want yeah. to see that movie so bad. <laughs> but we got what we got, and it was fine. It was good. It was, it was fun. fine. It was a yeah, lot of fun. It was fine. And I had like a I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know why, like, I just realized this, but in watching Solo, I realized that he was the uh, albino um, servant in Da Vinci Code. And I totally just <laughs> blanked. I, 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 I've seen Avengers twice. Th- actually, I've seen Avengers a million times. So I'm like, I never put two and two together until I saw So I was like, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, well, frankly, why should you? Half the time he's in a fucking purple latex condom. Whereas, like, you know, you actually get to see his face in Solo. Yeah, um, that is true. But, yeah, one one reveal in Solo. Um, so I have a, a group of very, just, like, the most devoted Star Wars fans you'll ever know. Uh, Johnny O'Mara from Dilettante Ball specifically, who always, like, gets the group together and stuff like that. But he, he, is, he is the encyclopedia. To me, he is the end-all, be-all of anything you need to know about Star Wars. That's awesome. He's seen it all, read it all. He is it all. And his reaction during that one big reveal uh, was fucking worth the price of admission all on its own. And that's... And he didn't know about it prior? No. No. Um, See, I, I, I kind of, like, I wasn't trying to spoil the movie for myself, but I kind of heard it about it from friends. So it, it, was, it was cool to see, but... I could have. Uh, it, it was pretty badass. I'm yeah. not front. <laughs> and it's it's funny to hear people like shit on the movie because they just can't understand what the timeline is of that happening. But that was such a, a privilege to be with Johnny for that because he was able to explain it immediately how this is all possible. It was great. <laughs> oh, loved it. Um, yeah. Audience, go out there and watch Solo, please, so we can yes. uh, talk about this. <laughs> go out and watch Solo so we can get a goddamn Lando movie, please. For the love of God. That's all I want. 
Uh, oh, you've since. Uh, are you caught up with Atlanta? Oh, yeah. Finished uh, is, the entire series. It, the second uh, season has ended. Uh, your thoughts, my friend? Oh, show's fucking great, man. Every it's episode. Amazing. And I was trying to explain to uh, to Alex, like, because she's like, there's no, like, consistent, like, plot. Like, it's just, like, different scenarios. And, like, it was like, that's the best part. Like, it's cool that everybody has their, like, you know, their own shot at, at, at the show. And it's so cool to see everybody's scenarios and going through shit and like surprisingly how relatable it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, yeah. Everyone gets an episode. I was just like, yo. <laughs> you want Zaxby's? And it was- Got him right on <laughs> Fuck yeah, I want Zaxby's. Don't ask question. And then he takes it to the construction site. Dog. Oh my God. I was, I could, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. That's why when I, when I started texting you, about all these episodes that I started watching and you stopped me, thank God, because I was about to be like, yo, what about yeah. this? this? I, was like, I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> it was, it was, it was fucking awesome. I, I can't wait for season three. Um, I, I kind of get like the same vibe of like, um, at least a show that I find like super relatable that I can't wait to start again is insecure is coming up. So I'm excited for that. Um, Absolutely. they're obviously different. Yeah, but, no, but uh, like also again, when it's on TV, it's like one of the the better shows on TV. Real quick, as far as Atlanta goes, uh, everyone mark a calendar to go see. Uh, Sorry to bother you with Lakeith. Oh Sanfield, yes, uh, who plays <laughs> yes. Darius. Everyone go see Deadpool two with Zazie Beetz. Uh, she plays Domino in that movie. She she's fucking great. Um, Amazing. Yeah, and uh, just do yourself a damn favor and watch the show. There has been. Season two was more of like there was more of a fucking thread in that season than the first season. Even you could argue. Um, yeah. Also, man, that whole fucking the Fubu episode, Jesus oh, Christ, that was that, that was perfect. That, that reminded me of school, like yeah. for sure, like like legit, like when we were in high school, it was Echo and Fat Farm, and it was like Fubu, and you were like, yo, you know, you try to. I just tell my mom, mom, please take me to Macy's so I could go yeah. here and grab these grab these shirts. And it's just, it's just like oh, they you were know. in a Marshalls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And like, yeah, and that's dude, where like, my mom would take me to Marshalls. Yeah, <laughs> See like, what's you up. go to school. Like, oh, that flea market shit. Yeah, that flea market ass fucking Fubu. It's like, well, yeah, I had to. Bad stitching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was affordable. I could get two shirts. Instead. I can get four shirts instead of one. You know, it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Like, I just, I especially growing up where we grew up. I'm not saying we grew up in a bad neighborhood or oh. anything, but it's just like it was so relatable to Hollywood, Florida, <laughs> circa 2000 <laughs> to 2006 mm-hmm. or seven. Actually, yeah. shit, 2010. You could you could even say it was uh yeah it was a very relatable time. Hell yeah! Um, another topic I wanted to bring up to you that's been bothering the shit out of me is tell me how the Florida Panthers are up one zero in the <laughs> NHL finals right now. <laughs> our coach, our players, they're just. Vegas Knights, they probably, I don't know if I sent you the video, but they probably had the fucking best intro video sequence of anybody I've ever seen. They had real knights and catapults shooting across the ice. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, ah, this it, sucks. If I if I were one to, to keep up with the Florida Panthers and, you know, having seen everything that happened this season, I 
I would imagine it would be something like watching someone having sex with your wife. Yeah, because not only do the Panthers hold the record for most wins in an inaugural season, Vegas Knights broke that. Then they go to the playoffs and they make it to the finals with our coach and our star player. It's like, what the? (sighs) That's all I have to say. But I just wanted to put that out there and I'm glad I got to talk about it. I'm glad you did too, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you did. Though. So, so yeah, um, yeah. I figured I figured like we covered all the bases. No, I mean we we got pretty in depth yeah. in the finals. What else? Uh, um, I I don't know if I talked to you about Infinity Wars, but that was pretty awesome. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, a lot of people didn't like. Uh, well, it's been out for what like four weeks now. We can talk. Yeah, about we can that. we're spoiling that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people didn't like the whole finger snap ending, but it was just like, come on. Like, it's not an ending. It's, yeah. you know, a bridge. <laughs> it's a bridge. Do you, do, you, do you think this is it? Do you think this is the last <laughs> yeah. one they're making? I know. Is it what you think? And I can't I, understand why. I can't understand why people are so upset about it, but it just, it's it was fucking phenomenal. That and Deadpool 2, ah, it's a shame that they put them so close together. Well, it's not a shame for the consumer because fuck yeah, we got to watch Avengers. Then two weeks later, Deadpool came out. And it's also it's... not a shame for Josh Brolin either, who got to be yeah. Thanos <laughs> and then Cable yeah. back to back, back to back. Um, but I thought they were both just brilliantly done. Deadpool two was fucking awesome. Um, I was, I, I was very pleased with Deadpool two from the standpoint of if it was going to be like wall to wall, nonstop, like to the screen meta jokes, that was going to get fucking thin again, but mm-hmm. they actually wove in like story and as as trite and as rote as it might be like it was it's what it needed. Also, the kid, Julian Dennison, he's also fucking great. He was in um, Hunt for the Wilder People, which uh, was directed by Taika Watiti and has a lot of connections to Thor Ragnarok to bring it back around to Avengers. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he he was great. Uh, a lot of my friends, like, they were just, like, not understanding his character. And I was like, oh, he's so great. He's like, you know. And the fact that, like, I had no idea. And my cousin almost fucking spoiled the movie for me because he was being an asshole that morning. He just kept talking about it because I had well, I waited one? until, like, Tuesday to see it instead of Thursday. So he kept wanting to talk to me about it. I just kept bringing up, like, all these cameo stuff i'm like shut up shut up shut up i don't want to hear it which one i did which catch one that it was matt deadpool? damon in the beginning okay. i knew it was yeah i knew it was matt damon who was playing uh the the cut the redneck country guy um the brad pitt cameo was obviously i guess cool for what it was <laughs> but fucking juggernaut ah that was a fun <laughs> something surprise in, something inside me wanted i mean i knew what was it uh was it the new X-Men or the previous one that ruined I'm the Juggernaut Bitch? But I just was, it was hoping X-Men 3. that... It was X-Men Last Stand. The X-Men Last Stand, yeah. So I, so oh, I, God. It was so corny when they did it, but I felt like Ryan Reynolds would have definitely done it better. But I knew that Ryan Reynolds, being how great he is with this project because it's mm-hmm. his baby, he didn't want to fucking make it yeah, too no. cheesy and say it, which I respect that. But um, I was just hoping for... I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> it would have been, so been a great way. Bitch. Like, it would have been completely within the realm of that movie to, like, for him to start to say it and then go, no, 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 no. No. <laughs> That's a fucking 20 year old joke. Don't do that. Stop that. We're not doing that here. We're making DC jokes. 
Yeah, for real. And, and the funny part, like Alex was cracking up when he called Josh Brolin Thanos. I thought that was great. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, all right. That's kind of like the uh, weird thing about the Deadpool movies, right? It's like, I get, technically, they kind of have to live in our universe as well because they reference real things. Yeah, definitely. And the the post credit scene was just gold. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Um, ah, yeah, it was just so it was so awesome to see that get done. And I feel like I'm gonna be at the movies like every two weeks coming up because uh, we have a lot of movies coming out. For some strange reason, something inside me really wants to watch Action Point, <laughs> the new John oh, Knoxville movie. <laughs> dude, uh, I I am right there with you because like that is actually based on a real theme park. That a real story, in, yeah. That's yeah, real, in New Jersey. Park. There's a, uh, yeah, there's a great... Stugatz yeah, go talked about him going there. For real? <laughs> yeah, Stugatz would tell stories about he, he was younger and he would go there and get drunk and the people yeah. who were working it were his age and were drunker than him yes. while they were working it. Yeah. <laughs> people died there. There's they a great, only got sued twice. <laughs> it's, it's insane. There's a really great um, uh, YouTube channel called Defunct Land that Mullet turned me on to. And they're... Their um, uh, fucking action point episode was insane. They're very good. I highly recommend anyone watch it, and I'll try to link to it if I can remember in the description. But yeah, dude, I, I, I'm not going to go out to theaters to see that, but I will catch it at some point. What else oh, is even coming it's, out? It's... I'm like already like burnt out on summer movies, and summer's <laughs> just starting. Um, well, you have Incredibles two coming out. Oh yeah, that'll be nice. Um, yeah, um, you have Jurassic World, Lost Pass. Kingdom, Pass. or Fallen Kingdom. Sorry. Pass. Really? I yeah. saw the most recent trailer, and I actually thought it would be way better than the original trailer that I saw. I was like, this movie's gonna suck. Then I saw the extended one. And I was like, okay, I can deal with that. Oh no, dude! I um, thought I thought the same thing for the the for the first one for Jurassic World, like. Saw the trailer. Everyone got super hype about it, and I did not see what everyone was talking about. And see, I think I think this second one will be. I'm, I'm assuming it'll be better, but we we don't know. <laughs> um, I I like to. I'm doing this five dollar MC Tuesday thing, so I feel like fuck it. I'll just go watch a movie sure. for five bucks. Not bad. Um, but I, I'm probably not gonna see this unless Alex drags me to watch it. Is Ocean's Eight? It seems like a pretty good cast, but I'll I probably see won't that. see it. I'll go see that. I knew you would. And I, had a, I told Alex that. I was like, she's like, I want to see this. I was like, I guarantee Richie wants to see that shit too. But I don't know. Um, Sicario 2. I'm definitely going to watch that. I got to see the first uh, one still. What? Oh, yeah. man. Benicio Del Toro is a fucking man. Is Brolin um, in that as well? Is he in the sequel? Yeah. Brolin, Brolin's in the sequel as well. Yeah. Summer um, of Brolin, baby. <laughs> Hot damn. Keep getting them checks, Josh Brolin. <laughs> oh. Fuck. He's like the Damal Gleason of 2018. He's <laughs> the real. 2015 Damal Gleason of 2018. And uh, I don't know about you, but I have this weird attachment to the Purge movies. So I'm going to watch the first Purge. It's like the origination story, the prequel of everything. Um, I love the second Purge. I thought it was awesome. And the uh, third one wasn't that bad to me, I feel. So I don't know. That's like my weird, you know, yeah, guilty I, pleasure. I, know I like people, the Purge movies. I know people get it up for that movie. I've, I've never seen one. Uh, but I've seen the trailer for this one, and it looks like it's going to be a great metaphor for crack in the 80s. <laughs> All right. Then we have, uh, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is oh, the must-see. Yeah. Um, that trailer was bad. 
Yeah, the new extended one before the all these movies now. I think um, I just saw it before uh, Solo. I, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought they showed okay. a lot more. And it was pretty decent. It just um, there was like no Paul Rudd in the first trailer, which is the only reason that you're watching Ant Man. <laughs> that I'm watching Ant Man. <laughs> nah, he you, was heavy. He was heavy. You in go this for most the Paul Rudd, and you stay for the for the Michael Pena. Yeah. <laughs> um. Equalizer 2 comes out. I, I'm, oh, I'm excited yeah. to see that. Um, I love Denzel as a badass. Even with his dad bod, he's still a pretty badass. Sure. So that's pretty cool. Dad bod um, Denzel. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know if you're how far you indulge with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but I probably won't see Skyscraper right away. Oh. But that comes out soon, too. I'm all in. I know. You, you're so strange. At every turn. <laughs> I'm, I'm ashamed that I still haven't seen Rampage. That's my fault. That's, uh, that's I, my I'm own foster bear. I'm not ashamed that I haven't seen it. He doesn't um, have a leg in that movie, man. <laughs> Skyscraper, it's the movie that recreates a scene from Fast 7, but it's just Dwayne Johnson <laughs> as the car. Uh, I probably will wait on this, but Mission Impossible number 57 comes out. <laughs> um, i probably wait on that, even though I thought Ghost Protocol was pretty decent. Um... There's a new Predator coming out, and then obviously yes. the Venice. That uh, I'm very interested in, actually. Yeah, I'm, uh, I saw the most recent trailer, and it looks freaking yeah. badass. And, like, and I'm, I'm excited. The cast is like weird and cool, and I like it. And it's also written and directed by Shane Black, who, again, I'll, I'll go, that's another one where I'll just, oh, he did it? I'll go see it. Nice. And then um, Venom. I'm just curious to see Tom Hardy speak English with an English with an American accent. It seems pretty awful, but what are um, you talking I'm about? Just... It seems pretty awful. He's Eddie Brock. <laughs> he's a he's a reporter here. He's got a report on the facts. So uh, that that and um, the uh, <laughs> I don't know who's gonna watch this fucking movie, but that fucking Muppets movie that's like a supposed to be like Avenue Q oh, on steroids. Yeah. Um, I forgot I, what it's called right now. I did too, but uh, the first time I saw that trailer, like the first half of it was me deciphering whether or not this is a real movie or not. Because my <laughs> friend just sent it to me with like no context. And um, yeah, I don't know who that's for. Yeah. <laughs> like I know there was a um, a script out there for a long, long, long time. Uh that was uh, like it was on the blacklist and everything. And I forget. Fuck. I forget what it's called. Uh, something like the Muppet man or something like that. And it was basically like a Jim Henson biopic. Um, but it was like R rated and like, it was just, it was never going to get the okay from Disney. Uh, and I don't know if, like, this is maybe kind of what it turned into or what, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't apparently, know. like, the Muppets are, like, suing Melissa McCarthy for this. It, um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I got nothing, let me, man. I think it, uh, let me see. Let me look it up. It's called uh, The Happy Time Murders. Yeah. The Happy Time Murders. So I probably won't see that. Yeah, me uh, But, um, uh... <laughs> I definitely want to see Sorry to Bother You. Um, that, that'll be a, one of the, another highlight uh, summer movie that's going to be great. 
That's with um Lakeith with what's Stanfield. his name? Lakeith Stanfield. So like yeah, so it should be. People. So I, I'm gonna be at the movies a lot. The MMC rewards points are gonna go up. So I mean, I'm excited <laughs> about that, but we'll see how it goes. Hell yeah, man. Um, and you mentioned Insecure as well. That'll be coming back. Did you watch Barry? Barry? Yet? I I I'm about to start it. Okay. Because I just finished Silicon. <laughs> Um, so I, I have nothing to watch at the moment. Uh, I was, I was trying to catch up on workaholics, but it's, it's a lot to watch those shows back to back to back to back to back. So (laughs) (laughs) that's a good way of putting it. (laughs) So Barry's definitely up on my list. Um, the season's not done yet, correct? No, yeah, yeah, it's done. Oh, it's done? Okay, mm-hmm. so even better. I get to just fly right through it and just kind of watch it all instead yeah. of having to wait. So, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so I think we're going to wind it down here. Um, thank you very much for listening to uh, this NBA Finals edition of the, of the Bank Shot on the Blank Slate. Uh, you can hit us up and join the conversation uh, on Twitter, Blank Slate Pod. Also on Facebook, Blank Slate Podcast. I'm getting gassy just now. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but yeah, uh, be sure to, to find us and subscribe to us if you aren't already uh, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and also go to arcadeaudio.net. Check out this, all the other podcasts on the Arcade Audio Podcast Network. Uh, we're releasing a new T-shirt soon for Riverside Falls. Uh, that's an exclusive. Keep an eye out for that. Um, and also hit us up on our Patreon if you like what we do here. Want to uh, uh, really not just contribute, but also encourage us to keep doing it more. Uh, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/ArcadeAudio, uh, and you could set up a monthly donation for any amount you want. I think the minimum is a dollar, so not any amount you want, but any amount starting at a dollar. Um, Five dollars gets you bonus episodes to literally every bonus episode for every show on the network, um, and also uh, more network stuff. Pod slams coming up. If you have a podcast, submissions are currently open right now uh, to do a live show here in Chicago. Help us raise money for Connor's Cure. Head on over to arcadeaudio.net/slash/podslam uh, and hit the link to submit your show there. Uh, lastly, also this Sunday is going to be a live recording of Don't Ask Jen and Liz at Spinner's Pub here in Chicago. Please go to that. It's such a fun show. Uh, Jen Ducharme and Liz MacArthur give uh, incredibly awful advice to your either awful fake questions or your honest-to-goodness questions. Um, So check all of that out. Uh, And that covers all the arcade stuff. Um, Osmond. Where can the people find you? Ozzy's Life, O-Z-Z-Y-S-L-I-F-E on Instagram and Twitter. Um, find me there. Check out my photos. Check out my retweets because I don't really tweet too much. But uh, <laughs> should be a should be a fun follow there. And uh, also at Owls Apparel, A-W-L-S Apparel on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. New clothing dropping all the time. Exciting summer heat coming soon. Spring is out right now. And uh, yeah, thank you for taking the time to hear us out. Yo, tweet, tweet at Ozzy. Tweet at him. Engage him. <laughs> Drag him into the conversation. 
I think the last conversation I had was about those fly ass motherfucking Taco Bell jackets mm. that I need to get my hands on. Wow. <laughs> never I made. Can, but... They were never made. That's, what, that's what we need Surprise. to do. We need to beca- become successful enough to go to Chalkline and have them commission those those jackets for us. Um, as for me, you can find me on uh, Rich Cami on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, uh, also you catch me this Sunday at Comedy Sports Chicago playing with house or playing in the house party with my team, Divine. Um, the, the, the team name says it all. We're great. And um, yeah, all, uh, um, fuck it. I'll plug this too. I'm running tech. So it's not really my show, but it's my roommate's show, Liz Anderson. She puts on the one woman no show. Uh, it's going to be once a month, the second Friday of every month uh, here uh, starting in June, June 8th at 10 o'clock at Comedy Sports as well. Um, this is maybe the fourth or fifth season. I can't even keep track anymore, but it's one of the best damn shows in the city. Check it out. One woman, no show. Uh, please go to that. It is so fucking good. Uh, yeah. So that's going to do it, uh, for us here. Um, Osmond, any final thoughts? Can't wait to see LeBron win the finals. (laughs) Can't wait. To eat a meat mountain. <laughs> Perfect ending. <laughs> you can go ahead and delete this now. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.